grab your spirit badge and your spirit gun and hit the streets because we are back on the case. And we're going to talk all about it as we begin season three of Yu Yu Hakusho this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody. Cody! We're back! We are back, Chris, with another episode of Shonen and Suds. And man, Chris, we, we, are, we are days away from... From the Garage Gang reunion, man, it is. Oh, brother, Garage Gang part, Garage Gang redo, brother. I'm ready. Season three of the Garage Gang is where we're at. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, man. We are oh just mere God. days away from you know flying across the country to uh, to sunny Los Angeles, California, to uh, enjoy some Indeed. Final Fantasy Trading Card Game National Championship. Yeah, and uh, and and just the homies, yeah, really drinks the- and. Yeah, that's that's the important thing is the homies and the hotel providing free drinks from like five to seven. So. Oh, brother, they, I don't. I, they might have to stop that after the first day when we show up. Yeah, because we're gonna yeah, we're gonna need to get an emergency delivery. Yeah, it's it's a very dangerous uh, situation. It's a dangerous game they're playing yeah, because like once we're like fourteen Jack and Cokes in after like you know thirty minutes of sitting at the hotel bar. You know, if they if they try to deny us, we're gonna you know it might it might get violent, man. You know, we don't want it to come to them. We'll be like, it's only five fifteen. What are you talking about? Yeah, we still. Sir, got- you've had fifteen drinks. It's. <laughs> I want. There's got to be some kind of limit. There's got to be some caveat. You know, John. John tells. Well, I don't us, think they. I don't. John tells us it's mm-hmm. unlimited, but you know, we like to push the. You know, we like to push the barriers, mm-hmm. see how far we can go with that. Um. And even if not, even if not, even if it's not unlimited, well, I'm sure there's a liquor store close by that we can bring, we can move the party elsewhere. So we will be absolutely fine, but not as fine as being back once again for Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. And we are back, like we said, with a fresh season of Yu Yu Hakusho and Cody. I'm super excited that you're seeing it because while the Dark Tournament, I think, is the best season, this season, the uh, it's it's called that they I want to say the entire season is known as the Chapter Black Saga. Um, I've heard it. I, I hear it called Chapter Black. I hear it called the Dark Detective. Um, but I, to me, I, I like both names. I, that's why I just kind of call it Season Three because it's it's my absolute favorite. Um, the villain, in this like I said in previous weeks, Sensui is uh, my favorite. Probably, probably if I really get down to brass tacks, is probably my favorite anime villain of all time. Um, so I'm really excited. You, you got to kind of see him a little bit this season and we left off, uh, where we got a little bit of info about him and that, you know, that's kind of where we end. Um, we did the, we're doing the first 10 episodes. So spoilers ahead, mateys. Yeah. If you, <laughs> uh, guys, <laughs> if you guys have not seen episodes 67 through 76, um, go ahead and pause now, come back in a little bit, but yeah, Chris, it is known according to the Wikipedia picture, which I believe this is just a picture of like the DVD box set for season three. It is mm-hmm. the Chapter Black Saga, which they they mention it. We kind of get a, a mentioning of what that that is, and we'll talk about that when we get there as well. Um, Indeed. Yeah, yeah, man, this season had me worried uh, at the start. <laughs> you said we were getting some new characters, some new you know members of the of the good guys. Um, mm-hmm. And they start off as kind of like these you know shit villains to be honest uh and so i was dude i was worried and then thank god genkai showed up and was like all right cut the, cut the bullshit we got a show to run here like 
ratings are tanking. What are you guys doing? Kuwabara <laughs> needs to get back on the screen immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, she, she ironed that out real well, quick. Cody, he was too big. <laughs> Well, he was too busy at the Megalaga concert. That is true. That <laughs> he was powerless. He's like, fuck it. I don't. I don't need anybody's <laughs> protection. I'm going to the show. That's right. I got a fresh fucking outfit. I'm going to. I'm going to the fucking show. Yeah. You know, and you can't blame him. You know, he had floor seats, Chris. You know, <laughs> those are hard to come yeah, by. Yeah, he had fucking. That's right. That's right. But yeah, man. So like, this season's really, really good. I'm, I'm glad that you know you've been introduced to some of the characters. Like, it's, it's a much darker season than the previous ones. Like, you know, they, again, this, the show always kind of follows that format where it's like story, tournament, back to story, and then season four as well. Cody, going to be another tournament. You know, spoilers ahead. Um, but. I th- I think just this is done so well. And I've said that before. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but I think this series, this season, has done so well. But the wheel, the, the, we start to lose some of those wheel bearings coming down the end, and you can start feeling the feeling the car kind of shake as we're <laughs> as we're pulling into the driveway of season four. But um, but I think overall, um, this is still one of my favorites. Like I watch. I mean, honestly, I I had to work today. We are coming to you on Labor Day. Uh, Monday, September fourth, twenty twenty-three. Hard. I salute all of the middle class, blue collar, all the way, brother. Um, yeah. But I had to work today. Um, but I got to work from home, so I just kind of, you know, I, I did my thing, and things started to catch on fire as I was walking out the door, and I was like, you know, I might want to deal with. Or when I say walking out the door, as I was logging off my computer, it's like, hey, this is going on. Just started about an hour ago. I've done what I can. I, le- I mean, of course, I let them know. I, I, I kid. I let them know probably about five. Like, hey, y'all are going to want to keep an eye on this uh, after I skedaddle because <laughs> I'm sure it's fucking not. It's like that meme where you know the person's holding out the paper and the homeboy just ducks under it that was literally me as i was heading out at six i was like nope Chris, it's nope. all those all those orders coming in for the mcgallaga floor seats dude <laughs> uh, that's right that's right that's is. right people gotta get the, they want to go to mcgallaga they want to hear that tambourine solo i like i like how you say when you when you before you left which was realistically just like you doing a spin in your office chair and like a cord literally light <laughs> <laughs> I slapped the laptop down. I spun in my chair, and like you know, like the bank teller drive-throughs have the tubes that come up. It was literally one of those from downstairs to upstairs with a core with a cool not a Coors Light, a fucking old thirty-six stubby. Spoiler alert there too. Just magically <laughs> appeared in my hand, and uh, I was ready. I'm ready, and I've got to work tomorrow. But then I am I am gone for the next 10 days i I am off work i'm on vacation slash hanging with the boys in la slash four-year wedding anniversary with my wife oh congrats on that oh yeah and i guess that's why she's coming i get to meet Mm -hmm. her chris i'm excited man you do time you do you finally get to meet her on year four this will be year we've been together for eight years married for half of that and uh, so then that's kind of what we did. Normally we take a trip in October, but it was like, cause I, al- I almost had to make a choice. Like, do I want to do Nats or, you know, I want to do an anniversary trip. She was like, well, why don't we just combine the two? And I was like, okay, let's, let's, you know, so we got flights, flights were flights were they started expensive and then they just tanked. And I was like, oh man, that's really cheap for both of us. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Oh yeah. Chris. Yeah, so I can't wait. That's right. We'll have, we'll have a new member of garage gang. <laughs> it's gonna be great. That's right. She's she's, she's gonna be the one to, to she's gonna be the Eric Bischoff to our NWO. 
Exactly. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Keep us all in line. Keep us all in line. It's, yeah, man. It's gonna be a great time. But uh, you know, we but we got we got some UU to talk first. But we can't go there quite yet, Cody. We have a little bit of news. Nothing too crazy. Um, obviously, I think the biggest piece of news, and you and I were kind of talking about it before we started recording, that the uh, the One Piece live action is out, and it's mostly positive. You know, I mean, it's a live action, sure. So, I mean, it, it, it automatically gets put in that box. But I haven't watched it yet. Just what little bits and pieces I've seen, like it looks great. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot. I mean, One Piece is like eighty percent. It's like it's like a McDonald's hamburger, man. Like it's 10% beef and 90% filler. It's like a big and tasty Cody. <laughs> but I think the, is the lie. I'm pretty sure the live action is going to probably just eliminate a lot of that filler and just do whatever direction they want to go in. But yeah, you know, it, I've heard nothing, but mostly positive things. Yeah. This is all just story beats, um, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I mean, I've watched the, I watched the first episode, about the first like half of the second, but I had to kind of, Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I have to stop this because I gotta you know, finish Yu Yu Hakusho, and I wanted to finish Final Fantasy 16, so I got that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a shit show. I'll talk about that some other time. Um, but yeah, I watched the first episode of One Piece. Uh, it's it's pretty solid. Like it's actually like not bad. Like I, you know, it, it, again, like you said, there's that caveat when it's a live action anime that it's like probably gonna be shit. But you know, you know, you go in. <laughs> You know, praying for the best, but expecting the worst. And it really wasn't that bad. The first episode, at least. Now, Chris, we've been fooled before, so I'm not going to... Yes. Until the final... Until Netflix switches me over to, like, a a trailer for something that I might be interested in after the final episode. I'm not not letting my guard down. (laughs) You know, we've we've been fooled before with Cowboy Bebop, so... Yeah, no way. There's no way I'm gonna get uh, get bamboozled again. No way. Um, it's, it's like it's like George W. once said, Cody, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, and I can't be fooled. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, the first episode's super solid. Very like, kind of just following like the initial story beats, like where Luffy mm-hmm. and Kobe go off on their own, or you know, find Zoro. Nami's kind of. You no, know, Nami was kind of playing in the background in the first couple episodes of One Piece, and this one she's kind of like, like they are leaving, like Luffy, Nami, and Zoro are off on their adventure. You know that they technically don't want to be part of the crew yet, but they'll, you know, they'll they'll give in soon, soon enough. Um, yeah, I mean, all the characters, the cast seems good. Like the fight scenes are pretty cool. You know, there's a lot of like the, a, a lot of CGI moments, obviously with Luffy being, you know. Stretch Armstrong. Oh, know. of course. That's that's gonna happen, but so far I like it. The first episode was very solid. I I have no no real complaints other than missing the the OG intro. I think we could have I think we could have thrown that in there. Um, I need my hopes and dreams, Cody. That's right. Me too, Chris. That, one of the best intros of all time. Um, but yeah, so far that's episode right. one was solid. I'll probably continue to watch it. You know, whenever I, you know, like I, after I finished this chunk of Yu Yu Hakusho. And after I recover from the, you know, the the upcoming four day hangover, you know, maybe I'll, oh, maybe yes. I'll pop on an episode of One Piece. Uh, <laughs> oh, brother, I didn't even think about this. Not to not to interject, um, but um, you know, flags at half mast. Um, speaking of alcohol and liver failure, the lead singer of Smash Mouth uh, died at fifty six. Yeah. Um, due to, due to liver failure. 
Yeah, I was reading an article yesterday, man, that said he was he was on his deathbed, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And then I saw he had been, you know, he he hasn't been, he's been partying a little too hard, uh, you know. Brother, he he said it himself. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Mm. <laughs> so much to do, so much to see. Yeah, he he said it himself, Chris. But you know, R.I.P. Pour one out for the homie. Right, I will pour one out for you. And I, I know that's that's kind of and I, and I don't want to sound like I'm making light of you know I can't imagine how painful that is or just the inevitability that has to it. So I don't want to sound like I'm making fun, but um, that sucks. You know, flags half mass. That's another. That's another. Just recently, so much, man. So fucking Bray Wyatt, Terry Funk, Jimmy Buffett. Say like Jimmy Buffett, lead man. singer. Jeez, man, like just. You know what? Like, why well, is the world getting ready to end, Cody? Is that what's getting ready to happen? Yeah, it's it's starting to seem that way. You know? Are they taking all the greats? Are they taking all the good ones from us? I think I think they might be, Chris. You know, you know, pour one out for Jimmy as well. Cool. Should have got should have had a margarita, but uh, unfortunately, I don't. Oh, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news. We also before we started recording, we talked about you know, Castlevania is twenty four days away from being released. Castlevania not. Oh, can't wait! Yeah, very just cool. in time for spooky season. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a gonna be a damn good time. Um, that'll probably be, you know, we we won't have to have a poll when that comes out. That'll be a <laughs> you just get slotted yeah. in after we finish whatever whatever show or movie. Yeah, we're and, and and I'm also thinking too, right? I like the idea of in October us kind of finding like horror animes to watch because I know we've kind of done that in the past. Um, I think Nocturne's probably a great place to start. Yeah, yeah, I'm completely down with that. Um. As yeah. long as as long as we can finish you first, I don't know how much more. As long as you, yeah, we will probably like end up having um, um, maybe because I know we'll probably get at least a couple more weeks out of a couple more weeks out of season three. We'll have two more weeks of season three, and then season four looks like it's eighteen episodes. Mm-hmm. Let's see, let me pull up the calendar. We can. We have the technology here. How do you spell calendar? There we go. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, basically we have because next week we're going to do ten more episodes, okay, and then one, that'll two, leave us with it'll be it'll be season three, season three, season four, season four, mm-hmm. and then like the week of October eighth through the fourteenth. Yeah, we, we are all we are free, free. Perfect. Yeah, we got at least we can at least get Perfect. three weeks of spooky shows in. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you, you, because basically the next two weeks of you, you, we can either do ten, eight, or nine, nine. But I'm um, just taking a look. I think it makes the most sense because I got all the episodes pulled up here. I just want to take a look, see what makes the most sense. You know, we're doing this live. We're doing it live. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'll let you decide on that. But Chris, um, you know, all the, all this chat and all this deciding coming to you live. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm a little yeah. parched over here, man. It's it's a 93 degree day outside. Brother, it's a hot one. It's a man, as Rob Thomas once said, man, it's a hot one. So, Cody, I need to know, and the people at home need to know, what you drinking? Well, damn! <laughs> that was a good one. That was a thick one. That was thick. That was, Chris. Well, uh, you know, Chris, I'm just still working on uh, <laughs> some leftover uh, some leftover brouhaha's that I got here. So, Chris, this week, you know, it's not a Baja Blast. But it is still a hard, mm-hmm. a hard Mountain Dew. It is the OG flavor, you know. 
Unfortunately, yeah. the worst one in the box, you know, when it comes to that variety pack, but, you know, yeah. still good, still good, still gets the job done, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's a role player, right? He's not the star of the team, but, you know, he's <laughs> definitely a role That's player. That's right, he's good for, he's, yeah. you know, he'll come off the bench, he'll give you, a, you know, he's good for, you know, a good 12 points, maybe a couple boards, maybe an assist or two. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, still has the same, the same, uh, <laughs> shooting percentage or you know alcohol percentage that's right. in this in this analogy that we're telling here um but yeah that's, that's what i'm right today, that's right this tail of the tape we got here <laughs> that's right just the og mountain dew hard soda that's what i got today um to combat the 93 degree like record heat that has hit the st louis area um and it sounds like chris it's it's a hot one out there by you as well so chris i need to know what it is drinking. Well, brother, I kind of spoiled it a little bit earlier, but you know me, man. I got I, the the old. I'm okay, okay. So let me start with this, Cody. You know how much practice I've done for Final Fantasy Trading Card Game Nationals? I would say maybe like an hour worth. <laughs> and maybe, and I'm being maybe, <laughs> Chris. You know, right? Yeah. The thing with Nats is we always talk. About, we always talk about we're going to play test a bunch and do all. You know, and then we're like we're just like looking forward to drinking. The whole time, yeah. That, I, mean, that, I mean, shit, man. That, well, but I, I like to think my my blood alcohol content will actually help me hit like the fucking the the plateau. Will help me just see the lines, and that, that's usually how it works. I usually I usually go in ice cold, but then I uh, then I just get a couple cocktails in me, and I just fucking it's like Neo in the Matrix when he finally realizes, right? I just see the zeros and ones, brother. But um, but then um, but yeah. So, but the only pro- but I have been practicing. For the Garage Gang reunion, so what better way to pr- co- practice, Cody, than just get another case of the old frequent flyer, the Coors Banquet, the thirty-eight stubby? Just a uh, just it's just easy to grip. It's easy to sip. Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, Chris, we we might have to get a couple cases of those this uh this upcoming weekend, Dude, we'll- brother. We're, yeah, we're we're gonna. I think we just need to find a corner store. Just get us a couple of just get us a case of the thirty-eight stubbies and just go to town. I'm really hoping, or I, I haven't looked, because obviously I didn't book my mm-hmm. hotel. It's paid for by, you know, Square. You know, shout out to, yeah. the, to the homies out there. Um, to the mothership, but, yeah. But I didn't see if there's like a if we have like a mini fridge in the room. I hope there is. Mm-hmm. And maybe I, I might have to research that, Chris, because that those come in, in in handy. You know, when when the when the bar shuts down, we're gonna need somewhere to go. That is true. Though we could always get the one of the you know I'm I'm all for the hotel resourcefulness. What I will do if we don't have a mini fridge, we just buy a bag of ice or just fill up the the bathroom sink with yeah. ice and just put the put the beers in the sink. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we could do that. They usually that's give right. you that little like metal bucket, at least at the hill. Oh, we could do that too. Yeah, and so I mean, you know, the, well, that's the, the perk of these little studies, Cody. You can get a lot of these in that little bucket. Like you, these things don't these things don't command a lot of space, but they they all of their all of their presence is in their flavor <laughs> exactly oh. yeah, this is what we'll do chris we'll gather up all of the buckets that from all of our homies yes. hotel rooms that we know they're not going to use them we're gonna be like we need your ice bucket we'll bring it back before yes. before you check out don't worry yeah don't so, worry we got we'll, you and then we'll each have our own bucket full of uh full of Coors banquets it'll be great <laughs> mm-hmm um, oh, absolutely. But yeah, man, just yeah, having a frequent flyer, you know, getting ready for the big weekend. Um, right. 
because I'm yeah. going to be good and pickled coming down the home stretch. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's going to be such a blast. But, Chris, of course, you know, you know, we're not here to just talk about drinking. We do got to talk about some shonen. And uh, we got we – got That Yu is Yu, true. We got Yu Yu Hakusho Season 3. Um, So, you know. Yes. Chris, we got we got we're back on the boat. We're heading home. We're back to the human world. Um, Yusuke's yeah. mom apparently still on a fucking you know sixty day bender because we haven't seen her in these first uh in these first ten episodes. I don't know if she's even gonna be. She's a character. probably dead. she's probably dead in somebody's <laughs> trunk. But I'm pretty sure that she's just gone. And, and you know, I don't think Yusuke gives a shit either. But uh, it's hard to believe that this that this show aired this this. Season three began February of 1994. So I was just <laughs> coming in at a year old when this was aired. Oh man, man, geez, I was a, I was a whopping twelve years old. I was starting to get hair in funny places and start thinking about girls. <laughs> but um, but yeah, dude. So we are back to the living world after the dark tournament, and um, things are not. Not as they should be. And we kind of begin, Cody, with a we, we, we get to revisit Hanging Neck Island very briefly. And uh Cody, by God, that's Elder Tagoro's music. He is uh he is still alive and kicking. This motherfucker he, uh, does not die, Chris. <laughs> brother, he is a cockroach. And uh as he uh, as he kind of crawls himself out of the remains of the arena, or like I guess that little there, there's a bullshit lake or whatever. Uh, as he's pulling himself together, we uh, he is greeted by a strange, tall, shadowy individual. But then we cut back to the living world, and we're back to Yusuke. Just, I mean, Cody, we're back to business as usual. Yusuke's going to school and hates every fucking second of it. Keiko is just trying to get him to, like, yeah, I don't know, be an adult. Or, I mean, he's, what, 15. So as, as much of an adult as a 15-year-old can be, um, Winma is noticing that you know there's obviously strange shit happening everywhere. There's um, we've got we've got the insects. Remember from a Botan, grab your bat because we got the insects are out again. Um, and one of the things what I like in this episode too, Cody, is we get to see uh more of Karama at school, and um, we get to see um specifically another kid that is I guess kind of second fiddle to Karama. Like he's the one who always he's like he's just always falling short of being like the top student because you know I mean Karama's got it all, brother. He's got brains and beauty. That's why he is also one of the greats. Exactly. Yeah. This kid's just the uh, he, he's just the second place, you know. He's the, he's the silver medalist. Yeah. He's still on the podium, but he's, he is the bridesmaid and not the bride. Yeah, but I I Chris, I you know, I, I touched on it a little bit when we first started. I can't stand these three new jabronis. Um, mm-hmm. And this kid, I think, is my my least favorite. Uh, probably my least favorite character in the show so far. Um, oh, man. But I love his taboo ability. But we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. But uh, so Yusuke's leaving school, um, which, of course, after Keiko's like, hey, you should strap poo to your book bag. And <laughs> she, she's like, well, I'll bring you a nice big pink bag tomorrow. You know, she's really, just really, really giving it to Yusuke. But um, so... As Yusuke is leaving, he actually runs into like three, just three kids that we haven't seen before, and they're just like, "Hey, are you Yusuke? You're a meshi. We uh, we hear you know how to fight. You wanna you wanna prove it?" So they they hit him with the classic, "Meet us behind the meet us in the in the in the fucking in the in in the park behind the school." And Yusuke's like, "Classic." Yeah, say less. I'm there. So they uh, 
That's right. He's like, I'm there. And he's like, he just gives him the fucking peace sign. He's like, I just a little knuckle buster is what I need to get my mind right. So, so after school, he runs out there to the park, meets the kids. And, uh, well, Cody, he gets fucked immediately because, uh, we find out that these kids are not, uh, they, they know more than they realize. They understand that poo is not a, uh, poo is, um, not a stuffed animal that he is very real. And, uh, Yusuke actually, uh, uh, Asado Kido is kind of the mouthpiece of the group here. And, uh, he, you know, he kind of goads Yusuke into hitting him and Yusuke fucking cold cocks him one. And, you know, Kido of course talks shit. He's like, Oh man, he hits hard, but not as hard as I was expecting. So that's when he goads Yusuke into like, you know, unstrapping the bag. And then he, he unleashes his power. And uh, this is where we're introduced Cody to territories. Um, and Asado Kido has a, his ability that when you're inside of his territory, if he steps on your shadow, Cody, you are immobilized. You are stuck. Yeah, and as and, long as he's on your shadow, you're fucked. Yeah. And, you know, uh, this is, you know, for any Naruto fans, another, another character mm -hmm. that is, you know, basically, he's basically Shikamaru from Naruto. Um, a mm -hmm. little bit weaker uh, in the fact that he has to, like, step mm -hmm. on their shadow. Shikamaru uh, uses mm -hmm. his shadow possession jutsu to, he can, like, cast the shadow. Mm -hmm. And if it connects with your shadow, then he has control over you. In which case, then, then he'll, like, reach for their kunai. And, like, now he mm -hmm. can control them. And, like, you know, so, so, for example, like, slit their throat with their own kunai. Even though he's not doing it to himself. Nice. Um, yeah, I just, you know, definitely a character, uh, you know, Shikamaru was definitely inspired by this guy, for sure. Yeah, Kido walked so Shikamaru could run, for sure. And, uh, and Cody, just like that, we don't really have a knuckle buster, because these three kids, which one of the three, Cody, we have already met, it's the kid from Karama School. Yeah. yeah that's he, in this group. Yeah, the old, the old smart guy, you know. Second, yeah. Second on the class. Yeah, so these uh, on, on the class right. list. Um, now, Chris, you know, breaking news here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I've been, uh, sorry, I've been a little quiet here. I've been searching the embassy suites, Chris. We, we, we have mini fridges confirmed. Mini fridges confirmed. Oh man. You heard it. That, that's the breaking news <laughs> I needed to hear. That's right, Chris. I will let you know if there's any other breaking uh, news amenities that we need to know about. Oh, that's right. Amenities News Network, the old ANN. Oh, and the alarm clock does, in fact, have an MP3 player connection. So um, if you still own an MP3 player, boom, you are all right, set. All right, so <laughs> I'll bring my, we will be all, we be waking up to thong saw every morning. <laughs> so uh, buckle up for that one. Uh, exactly. But yeah, of course, you know, back, back to, <laughs> back to you, Hawkins. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of thong song, well, uh, we get it. What, the uh, the third kid uh, with the with the fucking kid and play high top uh, actually leaves a message for Kuabaro and Botan. Kuabaro and Botan that uh, hey, we we've you know we've got Yusuke and Hie, Karama and Kuabaro need to show up. We don't care who else comes, but these three need to show up. And if they don't, Yusuke is dead effectively. So that's where that episode ends, Cody. The Yusuke's in trouble, and they know about the gang. Yeah, he's been kidnapped. They told him to come to... I can't remember what the house was called that they went to. Um, oh, the the house of four dimensions. That's it. Yeah, but, I knew, um, it, knew it had four in it. I remember that. Um, but yeah. And though in, in the next episode, we actually get some nice comedic moments, because like, he is just kind of off doing his own thing, and they're like, well, we need to find... Well, they, 
they have to get Kurama and Hie and both like Botan's like, well, we had the compass. We had like going over all the items they use to beat, you know, Rando and everybody. But she has this thing that makes like this high pitched squeal that like he just like falls out of a fucking tree or some shit. Cause uh, it's like a dog whistle. Yeah, it's like a demon he was whistle. so pissed. <laughs> yeah. He was like, who is the dead man making all that noise? <laughs> Yeah, and, and honestly, Chris, it was so funny. I'm glad he came along on this little adventure because I don't know, like we he doesn't at least from what I've seen of the next section, like he's not really a part of it, and it's kind of I don't know. I just hate the way he acts. Like I just want him to be part of the fucking band. Like he's off doing yeah, a solo he's kind project, of a dickhead. and it's like the band's right here. You know? <laughs> which 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 actually comes to bite him here soon because now they have all arrived at the house of four dimensions and. uh their first opponent, Cody, is uh, Yu Kaido. The ki- uh, this is Karama's rival from school, and they have entered his territory. And I actually, I know you said you don't really care for him, but I really like his power. Um, he has this power of taboo, where he can make words forbidden. And if you say one of the words that he has made forbidden in his territory, Cody, your soul separates from your body. Um, which what? And he he puts the instructions on the door, like the first word that you cannot say is hot. Which, by the way, Cody, his the first room that he's in is like a tropical, like he's got all these tropical plants. It's humid. It's kind of like kind of like how it is outside today. Exactly. Um, which, which the reason I think the reason I like his power so much, Cody, back in the day uh, in the U, the old Yu Yu Hakusho card game, this character had that ability where you could literally make words taboo or your opponent would take damage. So you could choose any word you want. So you would choose words that are that you could choose words that were needed to express game mechanics and board state. So like if you're a, you would just choose the word like attack or character or draw, you know what I mean? You would pick words that are used in like card game lexicon and your opponent would just kind of get fucked. I was say, that's actually pretty cool. I mean, it couldn't work like yeah, a, it, it, yeah, it was like it was a real a, card game, <laughs> like you know, like yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. There's a reason games like that don't exist anymore, but it was really, <laughs> really neat. Um, but you you could play around it, like you could play around. I mean, you could easily play around it. But he was also kind of a weaker character. But it was really, really fun that you could do that. It was like it, it was the Team Genkai deck, which I mean, that was just a great, just fun walking around deck. Oh, excuse me, some stubby burps stubby already. Stubby burps, yeah. But, um, yeah, but so. I say all that to say, you know, the, ta- the they're in their territory, taboos up, and uh, we talk about Hie just being a dickhead. Hie's like, I don't have time for this, and I think he's full of shit. So he just says the word "hot" and immediately is just gone. Like his soul is just separated from his body, and they're like, "Oh, oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this is real. Yeah, he ain't fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And what's really cool is, uh, you know, and we have kind of a bit of a stare down. This one's a little bit of a slow burn because behind him, the other, there's a locked door. And the third, uh, the third kid in the group, uh, Yaganisawa, um, I'm not even going to try to say his first name. Yaganisawa is the, you know, basically what he goes by for the rest of the time we see him. Um, he's got like the key in his pocket. So you got to get the key from him, A, to get out of the door. So we got a little tag team action here, but what really makes this clever is, you know, he's cutting the heat up gradually and you know, he's offering him a drink. And it's not just, we find out Cody cause Kuwabara gets got next. And it's not because he says the word hot, 
but he says a word with the letters H-O-T consecutive in them. He says each other, which technically is two words, but he says it all consecutively. So H-O-T, you know, comes out and that, and like, you know, Quinn was watching and, you know, on his little Quinn Matron and um, he's like, whoa, shit. And I thought that was really, really clever that that's how they did that. And then, fucking Botan. She's like, he didn't even say hot. And she's like, fuck. Got got. Yep. <laughs> Botan got two got. 20 right there. Um. And that's even what, he, even that's what he says. He's just like, well, that's three of you. And uh, so then we have like the great stare down here with uh, Kaido and uh, Karama. But, you know, Karama, Karama, of course, is super smart. You know, he realizes that he, he can still use his powers. So someone who can make roses and vines just kind of out of nowhere, he's pretty much at home here in this tropical environment. So I think Kaido gets up to use the bathroom. Um, Cause I want to say what happens also Cody is they start gradually taking letters off of the alphabet. So they kind of have, they start to have like this one word conversation. Um, and it, 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 I, I thought this part was really clever. Like, I, just, I don't know. Like I, I think that's why I like you Kaido more than he's, probably more than i don't say more than he deserves i like him more than as good of a character he is um but i thought this was a really cool scene because when he goes to the bathroom he comes out and it's just fucking it is just rose whip vine city out there and uh well now to the point cody where there's no letters left so what does karama do and i love how they do it because karama's always very stoic and serious well he pops up behind kaido and apparently just cuts a fucking gnarly funny face because all we see is like his eye and it causes Kaido to just burst out into laughter which gets him gets him in his own territory yeah he fell for his own trick so. you know um now Chris I you know which, I, 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 I I've been distracted again Chris I got some more breaking news and this huh? this one, oh baby this one's on the sadder side this is not this is not good news now Chris I'm oh, looking no. I'm scouring oh. the internet for answers here um, but it appears, uh-huh. it looks like mm-hmm. the evening reception at the Embassy Suites is, um, you only get two free drinks. What? <laughs> what? Hold on. What? Ladies and gentlemen, okay. we have uh, okay, wait, hold on. and showed it. Oh, okay, some on. of the comments are, are giving me hope because this guy says, so first he okay. says you are allowed two free drinks, include mixed beer or wine, and then there's some snacks, uh-huh. some like small little, you know, hors d'oeuvres or whatever, snacks, sure. chips, whatever. Um, but then this next mm-hmm. guy says it's an open bar, beer, liquor, wine. The bartender made a drink of the day, blah, blah, blah. He said there really is no quote unquote limit, but they do shut it down right at the time. So. Okay, that's fine. Okay, well, we're back. <laughs> Boys, we're back. Then this this says you can get two at a time. So, Chris, I, I, I will continue mm-hmm. my research. I will continue my research, and we will find out exactly how many free drinks we can get per evening. Because two drinks is... That's, that's, oh, that... that's unfortunate, you know? Yeah, we'll <laughs> so- we will sort that out for sure. Um, but yeah, like, you know, back, back, back to our story here. Uh, you know, Karama has once again bested his, his, his nerd rival. And uh, that's right. You know, which frees the which frees the rest of our heroes after uh, after Kaido's soul gets separated from his body. You know, you know if he would have had more than two drinks at the embassy, I think he'd have made it through. 
he 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 just might have. He might have gotten one up on Kuabara or on uh, Karama. On Karama. But, um, <laughs> unfortunately, he he took an L. Um, and then we get to see Chris a glimpse of you know Yusuke's. He's trapped in the old shadow, the shadow uh, technique of yeah. of Blondie and. Oh, of a Wasato Kido, and I love that, like, it's so funny, because he needs, like, fucking all these lights and shit to hold Yusuke hostage while he's, like, on his shadow, which almost makes you wonder how he got him there in the first place, unless, like, unless Kaido, like, I, I could easily speculate that, like, Kaido made him say something taboo, and he was able to, like, separate his soul from his body until they got there and put him back together, and you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure there were plenty of ways to get them, to get Yusuke there without, uh, without any fuss. But uh, so after they after they're free from Kaido, our our next contestant here, Yana Gisawa, shows them four different staircases, um, which all which all could lead them to where Yusuke is and Cody. Well, they all they all show up. But what they do is, um, I want to say Botan has this item that can give it that basically <laughs> the badges. That's right. She has the badges that just in case. You know, just in case somebody gets lost, they can just confirm that all right, this is you. You're fine. Like you know, it's just, it's, it's almost like a almost like a, a well, I don't know what like a, like a whistle for everybody in case something happens. Yeah, but, uh, like you can. Only... They all show up. They've all got their badge because the badge is like imprint on them. Yeah, and I think you can only have it removed by the person that placed it. So they each like place one on each other. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. They're like little stickers. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they put kinda, them on each other. Kind of just like so, a fail safe, just in so, case yeah. something weird happens, right? Yeah. Well, it's so funny, Cody, because they get to the top. Because they get to the top, and well, it turns out that one of them is still not who they are. Yeah. And we now have a game where now Cody has because that's uh we find out that is Yana Gisawa's power. He has the power to copy. He can basically copy anyone down to like the most minute detail. He effectively becomes them. So well now Cody, now Yusuke has to figure out who the imposter is. So of course he tries the pervy shit. He's like, Botan, what's your bra size? <laughs> then uh he asks he he asks Kuabar, his blood type, and Kuabar is like, brother, do you even know that anyway? And then uh, he's like, well, Hie, who's your sister? And Hie is like, you shut the fuck up right now. And he's like, yep, that's Hie. Yeah, and Kuabar is like, wait, he's got a sister? And it's like, uh, uh-huh. I can't tell you that. Oh, one, no. <laughs> uh, exactly. But yeah, Yusuke basically gets tasked with having to guess who it is, otherwise they're going to kill the, like, if he guesses wrong, they're going to kill the other person. Um, the person that they have in, yep. in custody. And, uh, you know, Chris eventually kind of just goes with his gut after the questions don't work. Oh, wait, I forgot. They also yep. try the patch thing. Um, but those yep. don't work and right they all either. Work. Yeah, they all work. Um, and so Yusuke just kind of so goes just with goes his gut. <laughs> and just cold cranks one on two of them. Yeah, because he knows. Oh, that's so funny. He knows he is he a. He's. I think he says like Karama's too smart to get caught in some dumb shit like this. Yeah, which he's he's absolutely fucking right. And he's like, and, there's uh, no way you guys are gonna make me punch a girl. So, <laughs> yeah. The process of elimination. Chooses Kuwabara, and he makes the right choice because by the yes. time he hits the deck, he he is now the he is returned <laughs> to his normal vor- version. Literally knocks him out of his fucking Kuwabara skin. And <laughs> Cody, just as things are uh just as things are 
pro- you're, you're probably reaching your wits end at this point because I said you didn't really care for these characters. Uh, our girl Ginkai shows up, basically just saying that hey, I'm the one behind all this because there is something pretty major going on here, and we need to figure out what it is. Oh, Chris, I, I was so happy that she showed up. I was like, oh, yay. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> This this was all just a, a ruse to, uh, you know, stray us from the path of greatness. But we are back. You know? um, yes, we are back. And uh, Cody, apparently there has been a um, there is a breach underneath. Um, I forget what city it is because it's it's where these kids are from. Should, oh, not oh, what is it called? Well, I forget. I, I'm the name of the city is draw. I'm drawing a blank. But um, the, but this I'm, particular I'm city now, yeah. where, where all these kids are from. There's a breach that has opened up. That's and this is where we kind of get some detail, a little bit of backstory about like the demon classes. Um, we find out here, Cody, that Kua, that uh, that Tagoro, as powerful as he was, he won't nothing but a bitch ass B class demon. Yeah, we got some power scaling. We got and, we, we can put some people on yeah. on the graph here. Um, but yeah, I, when yeah. I heard when I heard he was only a B, I was like, uh oh, uh oh, yeah. But then yeah, they, we're in trouble. Yeah, he's they, like. Mm-hmm. They also explain that, like the the net that they have to keep the demons at bay, you know, it prevents you know A class and S S rank demons from getting through. Um, but you know, yep. demons under that can escape through, which is why how we got like our original you know couple enemies. Um, but these guys yep. have basically taken up. Um, oh, what was his name, Chris? The better guy, Sasayo, the guy from. Um... Who owned Oh Sakio. Sakio. Yeah. Um yep. basically they picked up Sakio's plan and they want to make this tunnel complete to the demon world where any demon can pass through. Um Yeah, and that's when Kowinma kind of breaks the news. He's like, Brother, we we keep the demon world in check, but barely. They're they're like these low these high class demons are at like the deepest bowels of this fucking elevator that is the demon world and they're just sleep they're not worried about us but like if they like if we wake them up and they decide to come through we're just fucked yeah like he's like we are not strong enough to handle multiple s-class demons yeah and if anybody you know if if this if this sounds familiar this is the entire plot of danny phantom um for what it's worth there you go go. (laughs) except instead of demons it's ghosts um but you know (laughs) See, there you go. Another another inspired by Yu Yu Hakusho show. Um, who would have thought? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So um, so now basically what uh, and and the thing is the fact that this this Kakai barrier is getting weakened. Um, we Ginkai kind of lets him know that we've got about three weeks to figure out who's doing this, or we're all just just effed in the B. Um. So what do we do, Cody? We we form the team. We get everybody back together. We got three newcomers, and uh, it's time. It is mission time, Cody. Everybody, we're hitting the streets. Get your squad car. You have your assignments. Be careful out there. Um, so the the place that makes sense, Cody, is to go ahead and let's go to this city where the gate is. And um, so their first uh their first encounter is inside of a bar. Um, and they encounter uh, somebody else because they, they feel the territory open up and we're introduced to Moroda. He's a guy who is a literal mind reader. So 
I want to say they actually um like they try to recruit him, but he's like, nah, man, I'm gonna use this power and I'm gonna become a boxer and I'm just gonna make all the fucking cake. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna I'm gonna become filthy rich because nobody will be able to beat me. Because um uh, first like Keto tries to go toe to toe with him, and uh, because Keto like he reads Keto, that's how we find out he's a mind reader. Because Keto goes to step on a shadow, and he just fucking hops back and then just cold cocks him one. Um, yeah, he, so he pieces him up real good, <laughs> real good. Oh, yeah, he fucking, yeah, he, uh, he sends him to the fucking showers, man. Like Mike Tyson's pumped out. But, uh, but Yusuke, he steps to Yusuke, or Yusuke steps up to him, and, like, he starts reading Yusuke's mind, and Yusuke's like, I'm going to throw a straight right punch, but I'm going to stop just short of his face. And he's just saying it over and over again, and Moroda's like, okay. So he just lets it go. He throws that punch, stops short, and then, like, the fucking blowback just pranks him against the wall, which I thought was a really cool scene. Yeah, he he keeps saying it in his head that he's gonna, you know, jab mm-hmm. with his right hand, but stop just before he gets to his face. And like, you can mm-hmm. hear it from uh, was it Moroto? Was that his name? You can hear it yeah. from his Moroto. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's just gonna do that. All right, like he's being honest. Yeah, and then we're good. Yusuke just fucking levels his ass. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. So so when he finally comes to, they're all outside hanging out, and he's like, he agrees to help. But then Cody just out of nowhere. He just starts getting just blasted with like this, this just intense, like, we're going to kill them all, kill them all. They're all going to die. Like, you know, like you just start hearing like just this very evil intent. And Moroda's like, like he's just overwhelmed by everything that he's hearing. Um, and he's just like, and, and Yusuke's like, who is it? They got to be nearby. And he's like, the, all the tall guy, all black with uh, with the sick slick back hair, and Cody. We are now introduced officially to our main villain. Um, but I thought this was a really cool scene too, because as Yusuke, like as they make eye contact, you see this fucking just thing just come out of nowhere and just shoot Moroda right in the head. Yeah, yeah. At first, I thought it was like a bullet, or maybe he flicked a rock, like how uh, how younger mm-hmm. Taguro did. Um, but yeah. You know, it wasn't. It didn't even come from him, Chris. We find out uh, thanks to Gen- yeah. Genkai. You know, with her, she's got twenty twenty vision for sure. Um, but oh, she, absolutely. She catches it. Turns out it's just like the end of a pencil, like a pencil eraser. Um, yeah, which those things aren't hard. Yeah, which was shot it, like, like five hundred like yards away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to take the ambulance downtown. He got hit in the forehead with an eraser. What a yeah, he got bass. He got blasted. <laughs> That's right. Well, and that and the whole thing we find out here, Cody, like that. Th- this whole thing, like he wanted he, since we wanted to reveal himself, their friend he'd go get uh, taken to the hospital, which is exactly how they planned it, Cody. Because then they're like, well, we'll just have doctor deal with them when they get there. So, Cody, we're in these next couple episodes are some of my favorite in this season. We're introduced to really our first member of the. Um, what I've always called like the Sensui Seven, uh, these these uh these seven enemies, which that keep Sensui Seven, like keep you know put a pin in that for now. But um, so we're introduced to Doctor Kamiya, which again one of my favorite. Like I think you could just watch these few episodes, and just have a really good time with it because they get to the hospital. Um, and I want to say that they feel the territory like inside of the, of the hospital. And they realize, cause they, they've, they've heard the names of all of the 
like doctor, sniper, seaman, the uh, game master, gourmet. Like they've heard the names of the the N one the N one mixtape basketball team. Um, <laughs> Professor, so <laughs> the only one missing. Skip to Malou. Yeah. That's right. Hot, hot sauce and Skip to Malou are missing. Um, but because so th- they kind of split up here. Like Marota gets taken away. Um, they kind of split up, and Keto's like, "Hey, man. Well, Yusuke tells Keto, like, brother, this is this is this is <laughs> we're getting pretty dead ass here. Like, you could die, and." You know, of course, Keto's like, man, I, this is better than having demons on my streets, man. I'm in, like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in, I'm in it to win it. So he splits and he's he's trying to warn, like, hey, there's there's somebody in here pretending to be a doctor, and the nurse is like, hey, you know, let me go, or I'm going to call the or no, she's like, let me go, and as as she's talking, like a doctor, like like there's a doctor walking by, and she's like, Doctor Camilla. Um, you know, this, this man, you know, this, this kid's talking crazy. And then the doctor's like, well, what's going on? What's happening? And he, he's, you know, let him know there's, there's somebody here pretending to be a doctor. He's like, well, if you don't calm down and let my nurse go, I'm going to call the police. He's like, call the police. That's what I want. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but this so, guy, he, so you, can, you. you can kind of tell by the look of this doctor, he looks a little shady to, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and us, the viewer, we saw him up. We saw the outfit with the red tie. We saw him up on the upper level, like scoping everybody out when they came in. So we, the viewer, know. But we get this moment where Camille uh, is like, "Okay, well, let's go. I'll, 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 I'll help you out. We'll get this figured out." As he's leaving, the nurse is like, "But wait, Doctor Camille, why are you here? You're not supposed to be here till the night shift." And as soon as Keto hears that, shoot. Uh, doctor just severs his spinal cord and he drops like a fucking just like a sack of spuds and uh, it takes him out and so takes out the and nerd. we've got this, the oh Brent, I love Doctor so much yes <laughs> fucking cuts her up because he has uh his abilities are all like medical based he has a psychic scalpel which he can just cut people up with he has um he he can basically control like the the chemical makeup in his body so he cut off his pain receptors give him like a like a blast of like endorphins and shit like that this this guy's this guy's as Kawinma says he's stacked <laughs> yeah definitely a pretty but, cool uh, villain yeah so we have this one he also and this is where things get really dark not only does he kill the nurse while Kaido's while, while, while Kido's laying there like busted he fucking slits his wrist and it's like, oh, it's a shame that this madman came in here and killed a nurse and then just committed suicide. You hate to see it. Yeah, um, just totally. But then, of course, boy Keto. <laughs> oh yeah, and like, yeah, boy, he is when he realized very quickly he was in way over his head. But now we're to a point where you know, I want to say I can't remember what happens here, but like doctors come in and they see the nurse, they see him down, and um, Yusuke, I want to say Yusuke, everybody shows up. Yeah, one and of, a nurse walks in and like screams. And then yeah. that's when Yusuke, so now, Yusuke's like, oh, that's my signal. Yep. So he comes in and he sees Keto on the ground and he's like, he's, he can't move. He can't talk like he's in shock. So Yusuke's like, all right, well, we got to go. We got to find this doctor quick um, or find find this person quick. And uh, Keto cuts on his his uh, his um, territory, trapping Yusuke there. And he's like, why are you like really cool kind of figure it out moment? Like, why have you trapped me? Okay then he's in this room because there's like multiple doctors in there now that were, you know, looking at keto. He's like, all right, well, he's clearly still in this room. And we see kind of the next level of keto's power. He uses his own shadow to spell out a name in his blood. He spells out the name Camilla, which of course, as soon as we see the words Camilla, literally every doctor in the room turns around and looks at Camilla. 
only for that him to just shred them all with his scalpel. Yeah, he is not fucking around. Um, yeah, it was, no, it was, he just kills. Yeah, it was cool to see Kaido do that little like spell out the name thing. It was neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but what sucks here, Cody, is uh, as Kamiya is now uh, heading over to Yusuke to, to cut him up, he realized that he is still trapped in, in fucking Kido's territory. He's like, brother, let me go. You gotta let me go. Um, but thankfully, Cody, just right at the last second, he loses consciousness, which allows Yusuke to come to back away without getting cut up. And uh, then we've, we have kind of an amazing fight, which, you know, by the way, you know, while this is happening... Doctor has unleashed a bunch of bunch of insects inside the hospital that are infecting people with a virus. So anybody who's in the hospital, Cody, is uh they're turning green, they're getting sick. Um, and our our girl, um, I forgot to mention that we you know we got some other homies hanging out here, Cody. We got Keiko and Shizuru have uh have uh have joined have joined the party. Yeah, you know they're they're always following Pooh to whatever trouble he can get him in. <laughs> That's right, because Pooh Pooh starts heading over to Yusuke, and uh, of course, you know Shizuru. You know, Shizuru is one you want to have in a pinch because because you know, not everybody can see. Only if you have like this, like that attunement, like that that spirit awareness, can you see these insects. So, so Shizuru sees them. Keiko ends up getting bit, and she's sick. Our, our boy uh, Yanagisawa gets bit, so he's now sick. He's succumbing to this virus. Everybody's getting weak, and. Uh, we can't really, man. I think this fight is really, really cool because Yusuke is just beating the shit out of Doctor, but there's nothing. It, it's not doing anything to him. Yeah, even like Spirit guns his arm off, but he just like instantly sews it back on, like because he's a Doctor, of course. He just sews it back on. Yeah, and uh, he's like, you know, another, just another one of my medical school perks. Um, but so I want to say we have this moment here where. Yusuke now has to make a choice. After, after you know, the fighting starting to wind down, we are now we are stuck at this point where Yusuke now has to make a choice. Where he has to decide whether it's like, well, okay, well, I've got this antidote here for my poison. You can either kill me or you can save your friends. So and I can't remember, I'm trying to remember, I can't remember if that happens before or after he takes a nurse hostage. Um it's before. It's after. Because before he takes a nurse hostage, and uh, yeah. we find out that uh, the so the nurse being held hostage actually like throws something in Doctor's face, and we find out it was actually Yanagisawa using his power in disguise, which was enough to weaken Doctor for Yusuke to basically get the upper hand. Um, but this is where Doctor was like, okay, well, well, hold on. You can either kill me or save your friends. I've got an antidote right here. Just let me go, and it's all yours. And then off the top rope, Cody, our boy Moroda is like, he is fucking lying. It's just saline solution. It's no antidote. Um, yeah. And the only way to basically stop the uh, stop this virus and shut off his territory is you have to render him unconscious, and that's really really hard when he can cut off his pain receptors. So Yusuke just has to beat the tar out of him. Yeah, and even then he like he, he, the doctor mentions that like he's done something with his nerves to where he can't even be, be rendered unconscious, and so Yusuke, yep. you know, he kind of has some trouble dealing with the fact that he's like I I basically have to kill this guy, and so. Yep. Eventually, he just fucking cold cocks him right out the window. Um, yep, which takes him out of his territory because his territory is only inside of the hospital. Yeah, and then um, you know, you just you can tell he's kind of like, you know, he sees all of his friends that they're not green skinned anymore, like they're all okay. Yep. 
Um, but I think it definitely, it, Yusuke is definitely the type that doesn't want to kill anybody. Definitely not a human. Yeah. Um, which I believe this guy technically is still a human. He just has the powers uh, of the demons. Um, yep. As a result of this breach. It's, it's ultimately how these humans are getting this power. This breach is causing people in this city to develop these, what they call psychic powers. Right. And then, and, uh, and then, and then Genkai shows up. Like, hits the mm. dude in the heart. He's still alive, gets arrested. Um, yeah, our first member of the Seven is taken out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, of course, I love the little, the small little interrogation where he's like, I'm, I'm saying, like, the police are questioning him about, you killed these nurses, you killed these doctors, you did it because you're saving us all. He's like, and he, he kind of gives him that very cryptic, ominous, like, you know, like the whole, like the whole, like the whole, you're all, you're all dead. You know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, I'm, you know make your peace now, that kind of thing. Um, well, Cody. The first is done. Now we're head, now we we realize some time is like we've had some time here because Cody, we've got one week left before this uh before this um this breach opens up and uh, what do we do, Cody? When 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 uh we're in dire straits and we're we're trying to save the world, uh brother, we're going to a Megalaga concert. That is right. <laughs> yeah, the Kuabara is like Kuabara and all his. <laughs> All his OG friends are, uh, they got, they got floor seats, Chris. And, you know, much to the, you know, chagrin of Yusuke and Genkai who want to keep the group together so we can, they can protect each other. Kuwabara. Kuwabara's like, yeah. he's like, brother, this is, like, if we're going to die, I want to go see my favorite band. It's floor seats to the world tour. What if these were tickets to the world martial arts tournament? Exactly, yeah, Chris. And, you know, Kuwabara at this like, time... Fuck. I can't remember if we already mentioned it or not, but Kuwabara is currently powerless. Like, his powers are not working. Yes. He can't see the demon bugs. He can't do anything. Like, can't call out the spirit sword. Um, yeah, and he, early in the season, he's like, maybe it was just a... Maybe it's a side effect of the um, of the trial sword that he got from Suzaku on uh, the last season. Um, so he's just like, well, I'm no good anyway, so I'm just going to go have a good time. And, uh, Cody, that he does, he goes to the show. They, they're, they're, you know, they're leaving, coming back and they're, you know, they're just, they're just running through the streets, being kids, having a good time. And can we take a moment to talk about Kuwabara's drip brother? He's got, he's got his own casual fucking long white jacket, brother. He's the, the, the Kuwabara just makes the white. Just, mwah. Yeah. Kuwabara's fits her from from you know yeah. the finals of the dark tournament onward, and he, he is the best dressed out there. <laughs> yeah, just just big, just big dripping, spending G's. I love to see it. Well, uh, well, Cody, as they are as they're heading, you know, walking in the rain back, uh, you know, back home, they are the him and his friends are assaulted by the next member uh, of the group, uh, Kiyoshi Matari, um, also known as Seaman. Now, Seaman is just a kid, mind you. And he has just effectively been brainwashed by Sensui because of this, this, you know, he's been shown the chapter black tape, um, which yeah. we'll get to that in a that's second. Like chapter black tape, Chris, that's the name of, by yeah. God, that's the name of the season. <laughs> by, by God, by God. But, uh, so, you know, Kuwabara, like he, he's, he's, you know, really here in dire straits, you know, Kuwabara, you know, we know Kuwabara, man, he'll do anything for his friends. He doesn't want to give up. And, Seaman's like, brother, why are you trying to save them? You know, humanity is selfish. You're only supposed to look out for yourself. Why are you doing this? And, uh, you know, of course, Kubar's got the code, man. He always looks out for his friends. But uh, 
So they're all trapped inside of this giant like water creature that he can make. Like he can basically like I want to say like mixes his blood with the water and create can create these uh like creatures. Well, he's got all the and all the boys are like they're like oh, man, Kubar, right? just go, man. Like we're we know we can't do anything, and of course Kubar is not going to fucking leave his boys hanging. So. You know, he gets caught, but Cody, he's trying to bash his way out of this monster, but as he's doing it, we're starting to see his, um, like, his powers are starting to come back. Yeah, and like, uh, C-Man is, like, he's, like, getting cut up by, like, Kuwabara just punching, like, this water barrier that he's in. Yeah, because um, effectively, this the inside of these creatures, they're effectively in another dimension. I gotta that that matters. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely does. Um, and then we also get to we, you know switch gears over to Genkai and Yusuke because Genkai's mm-hmm. pissed because Yusuke and Kuobara got into it because Kuobara wanted to go to the show. Yusuke is like, "Fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm going to the arcade then." Um, and so when he returns to Genkai, she's like, <laughs> "Where the fuck is Kuobara? <laughs> you gotta go save him because his powers aren't working." And she kind of spills the beans that she. Kuo- that's what he- well, she thought that's what he was going to go do. Like, there's no way. There's no way he's actually going to the arcade. And, and I think it was Botan who was like, um, <laughs> you don't do know you really Yusuke. know Yusuke Yurameshi? Yeah, and, and then uh, Genkai kind of explains that Kuobara's powers are basically dormant inside of him ever since the Dark Tournament. Like, his body could sense something evil happening, so it kind of... It, it's basically like... Um, what's the word? Like power hibernating and like powering up, like basically yeah. getting him ready yeah. for the pending disaster. Um, and of course, she lays Yusuke out for act- actually going to the arcade. She cool. calls, gives him the most dimwit insult that I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> she was so mad. She was so mad. I thought she was going to kill him right there on the spot. But um, but yeah. So now back over to Kuwabara, Cody. He um, not only. Is he able to break free of Seaman's power? But all we find out here that Seaman seeing it happen, he's like, wait a minute. He's the one that Mr. Sensui is looking for. Yeah. Just looking, in time for Yeah. Looking for somebody to break the what's the barrier called? The Kakai? The Kakai barrier. Yeah, the Kakai barrier. Turns out it's it's the fucking goat. To the surprise of nobody, Kuwabara is the most important yeah. character. <laughs> Damn right, and uh, he uses his his new and improved spirit sword, breaks the creature, beats, gets the crown, saves the town, and we have a really good moment here when Yusuke and everybody arrives. I want Kuwabara has already saved the day, and he even says like I, I did it by myself. Yeah, by the time Yusuke and them get like, there, Kuwabara has already made it back to the to like the hotel they're yeah. staying at. Like he's our, and he carried all of his friends and old Seaman on his back. And yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, and then we, you know, we and, uh, kind of fast forward to the next mm-hmm. day, and Seaman wakes up, and Yusuke's right there to fucking start questioning him. Yeah, and this is where we get a little bit of backstory here about since we. And this is where this is where we're going to end this first uh, this first chunk of season three, because uh, this is where we're introduced to the chapter black tape, which sh- basically is. You ever seen like a Cold War thing where you where you uh, like a Cold War movie or something where you you strap somebody down and you just show them all these images of horrible, terrible things that have happened? That's literally what this is. Chapter Black is supposedly the the dark chapter of human history. All the wars, all the killing, all of the bad has been condensed. And we also find out here, or Karama deduces that. Because Kurama is familiar with Chapter Black, and he's like, hey, there was a time where I actually wanted to see this tape myself. 
And Yusuke is like, whoa, pump the brakes there, brother. Um, but we find out here, Karama also spills the beans that he's like, Kawinman knows who this person is. Like, there's, I, I, he 100% knows. And, and while he's still talking, <laughs> Yusuke's already run over to the communicator. He's like, toddler bitch, where are you? Yeah. And we get like kind of the comedy moment from Karama there. And, um, this is where, and we get just a little bit of backstory here on, uh, Sensui, who is now known as the Black Angel. He is the spirit detective that was the spirit detective of Earth before Yusuke. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, and he actually, Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of... I believe mm-hmm. he took the Chapter Black video. I think it was like... He did, In after, the possession of Quenma in the spirit world. Um, he took that yep, and dipped and off. And he had actually asked a question... Because he asked a question after he had seen it. He's like, is humanity even worth saving? And then, yeah, he disappeared. So did the tape. And that was, that was the last Quenma saw of him. And now he's back. And Cody, what is that going to mean for our team? What's that going to mean for the world? We're going to find out on the next episode of Shonen and Sud Z. <laughs> yeah, we got we got Spirit Detective versus X Spirit Detective. Um, That's right. Matchup made for the century, Chris. There, there happens to be seven of these guys. We've taken out two. We got five more. We got some. I hope PA shows back up because you know we need our boy back. Yeah. And, and I think we have enough to fight five v five now. We have Yusuke yeah. versus well, one. We've seen, EA, well, we've seen a couple of the other ones. Because yeah. we've seen Sniper. We've met Hagari the Sniper. We've also briefly met Gourmet because they oh, yeah. we had a, a short <laughs> moment where where they they, were, they walked into this apartment. They, were, you know, we have, they have Elder Tagoro's head in like a fish tank. And they're like, all right, well, now it's your turn to help us. And Tagoro's like, well, as soon as I'm back together. And they're just, they're just looking at him. And Gourmet just kind of reaches into the tank, grabs him, and just fucking eats him. Yeah, just eat some whole. Just yeah, two bite, no problem. That's right. That's right. The gourmet is no. You know, we haven't seen him fully get revealed, but he is—he's something. We don't some kind of monster. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely a good point to leave but, off at. We got Kuobara's power back. Uh, we got more backstory mm-hmm. on Shisui, and now Chris, you know, we got five more, five more of the seven to to defeat within. You know, we got a week left before the. Supposedly, the yeah. the tunnel from the demon world will be opened. So, um. yeah. So we've got a uh, yeah. We've just got um. We got to figure out who's next, and we're going to figure out how we're going to stop this thing. Because Cody, we've got a lot of a lot of action left. Um, and we're going to get a lot more backstory on Sensui, which I'm really excited for you to see. But other than that, uh, brother, that is all I've got for this week. Yeah. Now, Chris, uh, for next week, how many episodes? Where are we doing? Eight, nine, or ten? We're going to do 10 okay. because it's the most logical stopping point. Um, I've the, we're going to, Kawinma is going to show up while Yusuke is fighting Sensui is where we're going to, where we're going to be next. That's where we're going to end next. Okay. So we're going to do 77 through 86. Yes. Okay. Sounds good to me. So yeah, guys, if you guys want to follow along with us, like I said, we're finishing episode 77 through 86 next week. Um, next week's episode Maybe a little bit delayed. We'll see. Uh, it all depends on you know the the hangover traveling and when we get back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, Chris. Next next time I talk to you, Chris, we will be in in, in Los Angeles. Um. Sunny Los Angeles. I can't and, wait. You know, Chris. Just to wrap up the the hotel search that I've been doing this entire episode. Uh, it turns out mm-hmm. we are looking at two free drinks. Um. So you know we might have to tip the bartender well, and maybe we can get a couple more. Um. 
But it looks like the Embassy Suites does have a limit of two drinks per person per day. So brutal. You hate brutal. To, you hate to see it. Um, so you know, hopefully the hopefully the snacks they have are a one. We also do get free breakfast with our stay. So I, I did find that out. So you know, hey, winning some. Perfect. We're over here winning some, losing most, and uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> That's all right. We, we'll 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 fi- we'll fill in the uh, we'll fill in the br- uh, the blanks ourselves. That's right. Yeah, we got a mini fridge in our room, so it, you know that that that's a game changer. That's a game changer right there itself. Um, Damn right we do. Yeah, Chris, I, I'm I'm gonna start to get packing for California. So we, we, I think we're gonna close out this episode of Shonen and Suds. Uh, once again, guys, yeah. if you guys want to follow us on our socials, you can head over to Facebook at Shonen and Suds or Twitter, aka X. At Shonen and Suds, um, leave your questions, comments, concerns, all that, all that jazz. Eventually, we'll have a poll soon because spooky season is around the corner. And um, hell yeah, yeah, man, that's all I got, guys. I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams, and we will see you on the other side of this Kakai barrier. <laughs>